Wait, you said the, do you want to say the? You said the last time. <laughs> Are we going to say the? Okay, okay, let me put the the in here so I don't forget. Are you spending your life trying to become who God has already called you to be? Good news, girlfriend. God has equipped you with a guide to live in your purpose with him. So grab your Bible and notebook. And get ready for this episode of the God Girls Guide podcast. Welcome back. Hey. hey. So we ended last episode kind of on a cliffhanger. Yes. So we were in Judges 6 and we're still in Judges 6. Um, quick recap. God has responded to the Israelites' cries. He's talking with this man that is hiding in the wine press while threshing grain. And God is telling him that he is a brave warrior. Yeah. So those things don't seem like they go together, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? No, they don't go together. But wait, it gets better. Then Gideon questions God's faithfulness to his face. And God responds, uh, God's response is so powerful. He said, well, go in your strength. Am I not sending you? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and now we see Gideon start to realize that he's actually talking to an angel of the Lord and catch us upon what the scripture says next. Okay. So in Judges 6, 15 through 18, that's what I'm going to read for us. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I'm the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Gideon replied, if now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that is really you talking to me. Please do not go away until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. And the Lord said, I will wait until you return. So let's get this straight. The people are asking for deliverance. God answers. And like he does, he answers prayers through people. And the person he's sending is kind of arguing with him. Right, right. So Gideon feels unqualified, unworthy. He is trying to deal in facts while God is dealing in faith. Right. And that just seems like us. Right. Wow. So that part just hits. And honestly, we see this a lot as an excuse or an obstacle that is keeping God's girls from walking into their calling, that unworthy or unqualified mindset. Yes, yes, yes. And so we're going to talk about that here, just, just a few minutes, you know, hearing the call, right? We all, you know, are here. We know that we're here for a reason. And the call, this call that he when he calls us, you know, we're all waiting for it, right? We're expecting it and we're wanting it to be what we want. Or some of us is like, I don't even know what he's, what I'm here to do. But some of us are like, I know what he's called me to do. And when he's calling you like, God, that's not, that's not what, what I thought this is going to be. And so we all want to know what we are on, on this earth to do. And we all want to know our purpose in every season. However, when he gives it to us clearly, we can at times miss the call. Like some of us just, we just miss the call. 
or we can be deaf to it. Like we answer the call, but we're not hearing because we we can deafen our ears. Like we can deafen the information we're receiving from him by our own desires. And I will tell you, that was me, that I was so deafened by the sound of God's call. And he has been calling me since I was a child because I always thought that it was going to look this way, whether I thought I was going to be a psychologist, a woman's therapist. And then I thought it was going to look like this big old, you know, me leading this big old ministry in another in another way. And then, and then I found out about life coaching, right? And Laura's like, this life coaching was always in this plan. But I was always like hearing in part, you know, and that's what we do because we're humans, we hear in part. But when I got an, an adult and I started my own desire starts mixing I'm like but I wanted to look like this and the Lord's like but it but it looks like that and my way is better and so here we go we're looking at Gideon's story and Gideon hears God's call and is testing God to make sure it's him and that was me God are you sure God, are you sure this is it? Because this feels scary. This feels like I have to walk away from my income. This feels like my family is going to be eating red, you know, red beans and rice. This feels scary. I am moving my family, you know, into a bigger house. This feels like I'm being physically irresponsible. This feels irresponsible, you know, irresponsible. And so, and you see this over and over again where God comforts and confirms Gideon. And you also will hear God over and over in comforting Amanda and I and he over and over again is so faithful and he will comfort you and he tells all of us to not fear and I was so deaf to his perfect call for my life and now I can hear but it was because I had fear and we must be fearless we not do it afraid we hear that you got to do it afraid you got to do it afraid you got to do it afraid that's not what Jesus is saying it's not what God is saying here he said to fear not don't be afraid because the Lord was with Gideon, the Lord is with me, the Lord is with Amanda, the Lord is with you. So what is fear to our God? What is fear? If God is with you, where's the fear? If he's with you, it's nothing. It's just nothing. That is such a great point, C. And it's important that we remember too, like the choice that we have. Gideon, uh, God doesn't force things on us, but we have a choice in how we respond. Yeah. And so we take a look at this next portion of the text so we can see Gideon's choice if he's going to answer the call or not. Okay. So o- obedience guarantees him that God is with him. So if we see that spelled out in Judges 6 uh, verses 19 through 24. So I'm going to read that quickly. Um, so he had just left the Lord um, asking him for a sign and Gideon went inside, prepared a young goat and from an a path of flour, he made bread without yeast, putting the meat in a basket and its broth in a pot. He brought them back out and offered them to him under the oak. The angel of God said, take the meat and the unleavened bread, place it on the rock and pour out the broth. Gideon did so. And the angel of the Lord touched the meat and the unleavened bread with the tip of the staff that when it was in his hand, fire flared from the rock, consuming the meat and the bread and the angel of the Lord disappeared. And so when we see here, Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord. He exclaimed, alas, sovereign Lord, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, peace, do not be afraid. You are not going to die. Yeah, so with the obedience comes 
peace. Calms peace. Um, that is a key indicator if you're walking in obedience, not comfortability or ease, the peace. Those are so different, but there's a peace that surpasses all understanding. You're still uncomfortable, but you got peace. So you're not comfortable. Exactly. So now that Gideon has tested God for a sign and God showed up, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. um, God's asked Gideon now for his step of obedience. He's heard the call, yeah. but now what's the choice that you're going to make? Um, so he asks him for step of obedience and to tear down the unclean things. Yeah. And so here he's talking about an idol and not just any idol, but the idol that Gideon's father has up. So because the reason why it's so important that it starts at home is because your faith, the steps of faith start at home. You mm -hmm. can't be walking in obedience outside externally, but living with your idols inside. That's not yeah. obedience. Um, so change has to start in your heart. True repentance doesn't allow unclean things, objects of worship or false idols to stay, especially in a place that needs to only be occupied by God. Yes. So nothing that takes God's place gets to stay. Yeah. So Gideon answers the call in what? Wait, wait, can we pause right there? Because <laughs> I just want to talk about what happened first when Gideon gave God his yes. Because God is a good father. He's not a God of chaos or chances, but a God of order. And he didn't leave Gideon blind to figure out the next step, but oh. he gave him very specific instructions. Yeah, uh, that is just so good. And sometimes that's a fear that women have in answering the call. There's a fear that God's giving them this big go get, this big call to change the world to start a kingdom business, whatever that something big is, and that he's just going to wait and watch if they get it right. But the truth there is, he's actually really specific and he's with you every single step of the way. Exactly. And what happens next is so relatable and honestly should be an encouragement for everyone listening that has ever experienced or even struggles with fear of taking the first step of obedience yes okay before we keep going we've got some questions for our listeners so first question what does peace look like for you right now mm. on a scale of one to ten how confident are you that you're walking in full obedience that obedience part is key because partial obedience is full disobedience. Yeah, it is. Take Abraham, for example. Mm -hmm. And then number three, what is the first step that God is asking you to take? Those are some good questions to really sit with and invite Holy Spirit in for wisdom into those answers. All right. Okay. So sorry, see, back to your story. You were keeping us on track. Gideon makes his choice. What happens next? So then God gives Gideon specific instructions. Renegade instructions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, these instructions are, we love to throw the word renegade in there when it's like for real, like boom, 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 boom <laughs> instructions. <laughs> <laughs> right god gives gideon these specific 
renegade instructions to tear down his own father's altar to Baal and to cut down the Asher's pole. Both are false idols that we have seen all throughout the Old Testament corrupting the people of Israel. Yeah. Then, then after he tears that stuff down, he has to build an altar to God on top. On top using the wood from the asher pole like if that is not some <laughs> gang sister that is <laughs> it's amazing that's a double insult back god is so funny and he's funny. not playing not like, playing that you're like so tear funny. it down and then you're gonna build me one on top using the wood <laughs> and it's it's just it's so funny because like i can't imagine physically having to do something like that okay and just what that would look like but it's truly putting the right things in place, right? It was yes. really putting the right object of worship there. So it should be um, an altar to God, not to these false idols. And so it was just a double whammy there. But yes. let's read what Gideon does next. So yes. in Judges 6, 27 through 28. So Gideon took 10 of his servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was afraid of his family and the townspeople, he did it at night rather than in the daytime. In the morning, when the people of the town got up, there was Baal's altar demolished with a share pole beside it, cut down, and the second bull sacrificed on the newly built altar. Boom. <laughs> boom. 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 So I'm going to throw this in. This is totally, you know, just feel like I need to say this. This is a good example of how to not be afraid when you're taking stuff. Like when you have to take the baby step, he was like, okay, I know that I have to do it. And I know I'm, I'm afraid. Right. And so I'm going to do it at a time that I'm not afraid because God said the requirement is that to not be afraid. So I'm going to do it at a time where no, where everybody's asleep. I'm going to do it at night. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a job done. This is the, this is how I can do it with God. And I'm not afraid. And so how can you look at in your life in your fearful situations or the things that God has asked you to do and say, okay, the baby step, the small step where I can get this done and I won't have fears if I do it at night or if I do it, you know, at this time. Because at this time, I'm being strategic that the enemy can't play with me here because I already know that I have nothing to fear at this time. You know, I just think this is just a good, it's a good example on, okay, I have to be obedient. He told me I can't be afraid. I already know I'm afraid, so I'm not going to do it. It's like you are, he already knew what the obstacle was. How do I beat fear? I got to strategize. You know, mm -hmm. this, it, was a, it was strategy. And the Lord was going to be with them whether he did in day or night. But they all woke up and it's gone. Demolished. Hallelujah. So he obeyed. He obeyed. Okay, what you said? You Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well um listening to you hit on that and it's so right because he he took away the fear right he he took away the option that that gave him fear yeah. but god again going back to how good he is he gave him very specific renegade instructions but he didn't say he had to do it during the daytime because god gives us grace and he gives us that out and he he doesn't force us into something that is going to be detrimental and that could have been detrimental yeah if he had done it during the daytime right and would he have been as fully committed if he was trying to do it afraid yeah and he whereas he fully. yes right 
he did i mean god i love that like god still gives us choices he still mm-hmm. gives us and we see gideon say okay i obey you lord fully even though he was afraid and he knew the cost it would be you know the high cost of disobeying god like he feared god more than the people right of tearing down their lower case g but he still did it you know mm-hmm. And God gave him, he God gave him space to choose how, even though it was mm-hmm. instructions on what to do. But mm-hmm. it's how. And we see that normally, like, no matter everyone, like, so if someone's like really good at, I'm about to pivot ball, change this, but it'll it'll <laughs> make sense in a minute. So, like, someone who is really good at hospitality, right? They're ha- they're they're always to be good at that. Like that's what they're called to do, no matter what. But how they do it can look different. You know, you can be hospital, you know, be very hospitable. You can do that in your church, do it in your home. Like that gift just always stays with you. You know, that's your purpose here on this earth is to make people to feel at home. And so you see God give Gideon this call and it was like, hey, this is what you're going to do. Your purpose is to, to, you know, to get rid of this lowercase g that everyone's got twisted and they're betraying me and they're being unfaithful to me and they're, they're going to this God. That's what you're going to do. How you do it is depending on what you, like you get the option on how to do it, but you got to do it, you know? And it's just like my life, you know? I know I'm good at serving women. How I do it, I've got tons of options to get it done, but that's what I'm going to be here on this earth to do is leading, you know? So, okay. Exactly. So this whole um, series that we're doing on Gideon is about building faith. And this is where we see that faith grow. Yeah. And it sparks, it sparks a nation. So he still got caught. (laughs) He did it in the dark. (laughs) So he wouldn't get caught, but he still got caught. um, This is the opportunity that God just orchestrated for him to show Gideon his faithfulness. Yeah. um, Because he, he didn't allow him to be overcome yep so we don't have to fear that because god protected gideon from the backlash and so uh, yep. we we just have to worry about obedience and let god deal with the consequences yeah so gideon's act act of obedience despite the consequences sparked the faith of even his father enough to defend gideon against the townspeople townspeople even though it was his idols that gideon tore down how empowering that is so beautiful i cannot wait to see what happens next because we know in the next episode we're going to talk about gideon being actually established in his leadership role that god has been calling him to yeah me too me too i'm super excited to share a resource um available as well as getting into the next episode uh but for all of you god girls that are battling fear like I'm just so excited to share. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Tell them. What is it? Okay. So we've been waiting this whole entire time um, to share you guys some good news. So Amanda and I have come up with our very first self-guided study. So we this used to be a course we used to run. It's called God Goes Guide to Fearless, but now it's a self-guided study. And in self-guided studies, what you do is you spend a, a lot of time just you and God and you 
learn the material on your own, your own pace. And it's something that you don't feel like you have to rush through. It's not something that you have to check, you know, check the boxes off. It's like literally you being intentional with your prayer time and with God when it comes to whatever the study is. In this study that we're coming out and we have made available to you as a resource is Goggles Guide to Fearless. And it's eight weeks and it's eight weeks of you literally going through um foundational rewiring and like what are your beliefs you know what are your fears rooted in and then you're inviting god into the mix in those foundational lies those those things that you believe are true and you're going to ask him what he how he sees the fear how he sees the lies that you believe you're going to ask him everything and then you're going to ask him for the strategy, you're going to ask him for everything, for his strength to get through it. Because when he calls, just like he calls Gideon and he sent them in fear, very fearful situations, it's going to take doing it with him to make it through. And so this is a way for you to um, intentionally and practically invite God into the fear in your life. And it's eight weeks long. It'll just it's just it'll just make it sweeter. So this program is being off offered to our listeners at nine dollars and ninety nine cents. And what you'll get is you'll get the self guided study, and you'll get access to the app. And that is where you just have access to Amanda and I, and you get access to our God Girls Guide community, and you just be in there, and you can just meet new friends. You can just be in there, and you can follow the insiders for the book. So if you got the book, if you got Victorious Battles, you know, you know that we'll be in there sharing all the things and doing the interactive guide with everyone else starting January 16th. Okay. See you awesome. guys next week. Bye. Bye.